is Weekly Dose of Wellness, brought to you by Memorial Care Health System. Here's Deborah Howell. And welcome to the show. I am Deborah Howell, and today we'll be talking about how trauma centers empower communities and save lives. Our guest is Desiree Thomas, RN, Program Director of the Trauma Center at Long Beach Memorial and Miller Children's. She's also the President of the Board of Directors of the Trauma Managers Association of California. Welcome, Desiree. Let's jump right in, shall we? Hi, Deborah. How are you doing this morning? Wonderful. So my first question to you is, what is a traumatic injury? Sure, that's a great question to start with. I get that a lot. Yeah. And really what that means is that's not just some minor injury. Say you trip and you fall and you break your ankle. That's something that's really easy to take care of. A traumatic injury is more um, a bigger injury. So a traumatic brain injury or a spinal cord injury or a big abdominal injury that's requiring surgery. So it's a it's a more severe injury that's requiring intervention by a team of experts. I've already learned a whole bunch from you. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. So what is a trauma center? A trauma center is a special hospital that has um, extra capabilities to be able to take care of somebody with those sorts of injuries, like I said, with a spinal cord injury or a traumatic brain injury. So um, a big part of the trauma center is the emergency department, and that's how patients come in through the hospital. But we are required as a trauma center to have an in-house trauma surgeon who is specially trained to take care of people with traumatic injuries, they live in the hospital for 24 hours at a time, and we have somebody here 24-7 every day of the year. In addition to having um, emergency medicine physicians, specially trained in trauma, nurses, and other ancillary personnel, we also have to have on-call specialists that can take care of those sorts of injuries. So brain surgeons, orthopedic surgeons, um, other pediatric and adult subspecialists is needed, and they're on-call and have to respond Um, very quickly when we need them to come in, no matter what time of day or night that it is. The precise reason God invented speed dial. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Why are trauma centers so very important to their communities? We are important to the communities because we are able to provide that level of care when somebody is injured. So when somebody experiences a traumatic injury, Um, In our um, trauma community, we have something that we call the golden hour. And within 60 minutes of that injury is really when definitive care needs to be given. And if a person is brought to a hospital that isn't a trauma center, they don't necessarily have those specialty trained doctors and surgeons and nurses available to take care of that patient. And so it can take longer to either transfer that patient to a, uh, a trauma center or try and find a doctor that can come in and help. And so we provide this extra level of really clinical expertise and surgical expertise um, for our patients. And we also play a really important role in our communities with things like um, injury prevention, education, and those sorts of things. In addition to, we work with our trauma patient survivors and their families, empowering them to move forward in their life after their injury. This is just incredible. How did I get to be this age and not know about you guys? That's amazing. (laughs) Well, I don't know, but I'm glad you're learning now. Absolutely. And what is required to be a level two pediatric trauma center like Miller Children's? Sure. So we are, we've been a trauma center in Los Angeles County for over 30 years. We're one of the original trauma centers in LA County. And we are both an adult and pediatric trauma center. And what that means is we have that in-house trauma surgeon that I said that's here 24 hours a day, seven days a week, in addition to the ER physicians and anesthesiologists, because we have to be able to go to the operating room with the whole team within 15 minutes of a patient arriving that needs to go. 
And because we are a pediatric hospital, children's hospital, that means that we also have to have specialty specialty pediatric trained surgeons that can help with our smaller patients that are injured. Of course. And what should someone do if they experience a trauma, like, you know, whether it's to themselves or someone else? Um, it's really important to call 911 because a lot of people in the community, just as you had said, Deborah, you didn't know the difference between a trauma center and a regular hospital or an ER. The paramedics know um, what hospitals are trauma centers, and not every trauma center is even a pediatric trauma center. So in Los Angeles County, there's 15 trauma centers, and only six of them are also pediatric trauma centers. And so when you call 911, those paramedics, when they arrive, they're in conversation um, with the nurse at the hospital, and they decide which hospital the patient needs to go to based on their injuries and what's going on. And so that's a really important step. Sometimes um, parents or other people will bring the patient that gets injured in their own private vehicle to a hospital, mm -hmm. um, and that might not necessarily be a pediatric trauma center or an adult trauma center, and then those patients have to then be secondarily transferred to us. And going back to that golden hour or that 60 minutes that we try really hard to get definitive treatment for the patient, that can delay that time process. Now the mystery is solved. We don't really have to make that decision as parents. Is it a traumatic, exactly. you know, we're too freaked out when our kid get hurt, get, you know, gets injured. So of course. just call 911. That's all we need just to remember. And they yeah. will take care of the, the yeah. you know, decision factor. Okay. Do these calls to action change if a child is involved, you know, particularly? No, it doesn't. So um, the paramedics have very um, clearly defined criteria on what makes the need to bring a patient, whether adult or pediatric, to a trauma center or not. And that's um, something, once again, just as for the parent, that it's very stressful for them to see their child injured. It's also very stressful for the paramedics to see that as well. Many of them are parents. And so we've kind of removed that emotional decision-making from them, and they do such a great job of taking care of the patients out in the field wherever the injury happens. And it's just, as I had said, it's really important to call 911 because they will know where to bring that child. And we've even had things like um, kids are playing football. They're on the football team at their school, and they get hit really hard in, in the abdomen, and they end up with intra-abdominal injury, and they need to go to surgery or have another sort of procedure. And so it's important that you're always bringing um, your kid and you're advocating for your child to come to a children's hospital because we have all of the resources that are needed in order to provide the best care for your child. Absolutely. How can the community help save lives of trauma victims? So there's been a lot in the news about um, all of the horrible events with mass shootings and those sorts of things that we've seen um, in the media, which has been very unfortunate. And there are two ways that we as a trauma center see that are very valuable, in, in three ways really. One is to prevent it to begin with. And so um, the things, the sorts of um, instances that bring people to a trauma center the most frequently, both adult and pediatrics, are falls, um, getting hit by a car when you're walking across the street or riding a bike or a scooter or a skateboard, mm -hmm. and also being in a car accident. So um, falls for parents, I would certainly recommend you make sure that there are screens on windows to get kids falling out of windows. And then for pedestrian safety, of course, looking both ways um, before crossing the street, not texting while walking on the street, um, and in motor vehicle crashes, for sure, not um, participating in any distracted driving techniques such as texting while driving, and making sure you're paying attention, that your child is restrained in the proper restraint device for their age and their size, so a car seat 
um, seat belts, booster seats, all of those sorts of things. So that's certainly a, a how we can prevent uh, patients from having traumatic injuries. In regards to saving victims or tra- people that have already been injured, one of the major ways to do that is by blood donation. Um, we give, there are instances when we give over 100 to 150 units of blood products to one patient oh. in 12 hours when they first arrive. Incredible. And that is really what saves people's lives and that the literature has really demonstrated that and we've learned that through the war in Iraq and Afghanistan, actually. And so the tremendous tax that we as a trauma center put on our own own blood bank is um, pretty significant. And it's not like we know in advance that a patient's going to get injured and come into us. So we have to be in a constant state of continued readiness and always have a lot of blood products on hand no matter what time of day or night that it is. And so it's really important for people to um, know how important blood donation is, and they would either come into our own blood donor center that we have here at Long Beach Memorial, or they would donate through the Red Cross, because sometimes we've depleted our own blood bank so much we have to get supply from Red Cross all the way down in San Diego. And remember, you know, it can happen to you too, so you're counting on everybody else, so be be a good member of your community. Again, where can listeners schedule a blood donation at Long Beach Memorial? In our blood donor center, and the phone number for our blood donor center is 562-933-0808. Um, you can call and make an appointment and come in um, for a donation, and they have set hours and everything. And that's also really helpful once um, a patient has come into our, to our trauma center and we have p- uh, families and friends here and they want to do something to help. Um, as they're waiting for their loved one to get better, yes. uh, we get a lot of people that want to come in and, and do that. And so even in those instances, we are we are um, open and, and willing and welcome any sort of blood donation that we can. And then the last thing that I would say um, how people in the community can help save the lives of trauma victims is something called the Stop the Bleed campaign. Mm-hmm. And this is a newer campaign in the last year or so, and it started as a result of... Um, shooting at the preschool on the East Coast a few years ago. And just as there's been a push by the American Heart, the Sandy Hook shooting, um, just as there's been a uh, push by the American Heart Association for lay people and people in the community to learn how to do hands-only CPR Mm -hmm. so they could save somebody's life, Stop the Bleed is a public health initiative that um, teaches people how to stop bleeding either by applying direct pressure or by applying, uh, applying tourniquets. So um, just as in airports and other places, they have AEDs. Those are the automatic defibrillators for people that have a heart attack. They're starting to put the Stop the Bleed kits right next to it with the supplies that would be needed for that. So I would encourage people in the community to go take a Stop the Bleed class. They're being offered at many of the trauma centers uh, in Los Angeles County and Orange County and across the country. And that's also a good way to get familiar with the uh, trauma centers in your area. Absolutely, absolutely. Stop the bleed. Love it. Um, Love having you on the show. I've learned so incredibly much. We have to have you back because there's much, much more to learn in these trying times in which we're living. Yes, I would love to. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Thank you, Desiree, for your time and your expertise today. We really enjoyed having her on the show. For more information or to listen to a podcast of this show, please visit memorialcare.org. That's memorialcare.org. That's all for this time. I'm Deborah Howell. Have yourself a terrific day.